that's, that's how relationships work. I think that's probably the perfect analogy. Let me like land really quick on it. So I got to get back to it. So the, the, the thought that I was going through in my head that it sounded really good at the time. So give me a second to like compartmentalize it. So there's two, there's two people that are in the ocean. They can see, they can see land, right? They both know for a fact that they can't swim. So in, in theory, it's smarter for the two of them. They can't swim to both attempt to swim together. And if they drown, they drown. If they survive, they both survive together versus mm-hmm. one person saying, you know what? You wait here. I'm going to try to make it on land. I get to land, I get the boat, and then I bring it back to you. At that point, either that person died on the way there, or when they got back to you, you're already dead. I'd rather know for a fact that I tried with that person, and it worked out, or it failed. And that's how I've started to treat relationships. And, you know, not just, like, relationships in the terms of dating, but friendships as well. Like, if we can't do things together, we can't do that shit at all. Like, it's like, it, it doesn't make sense for me to be like, you know what, I'll wait here until you get back. No, like I, I can't do that shit. Now I will hope a lot of people in relationships do the same thing, man. If you want that person, make them meet you halfway. And then when they meet you halfway, we're gonna walk back together because that's what I want from you. Like I want you to give me a hundred percent because I'm coming with a hundred percent. So hopefully like that analogy landed the way that I wanted to. Let me know in the comments, like leave a voicemail or something, because I'm I'm really hoping that landed because in my head that shit was profound. Like that was a chef's kiss comment. So I know we got comments, so I might as well just shut up. So, all right, let me roll through. And I feel like it's what you accept, because when I was young, like when I was in my teens, I, you know, I did that the little group dating thing and little shit like that. But and dealt with some knuckleheads too, like we all have. But as a grown ass motherfucker, you know, it's you got to come with it. It's, mm-hmm. it's what you accept, and you have to have standards and boundaries. Sometimes having standards and boundaries mean that you don't have a lot of options to choose from. That's when you need to diversify your portfolio. Because Absolutely. I'm not lowering my, I mean, I don't know what type of life y'all live with, what type of lifestyle y'all got, what you have. Because <clears throat> the gentleman said he married with kids. Mm-hmm. But uh, how my life is set up, I'm sitting real pretty. So uh, mm-hmm. I ain't accepting scraps. You have to come with it. I hear period. that. I hear that. And I say it all the time. I ain't the baddest, but I ain't the saddest. You know, and okay. that shit don't matter. Because when talk that okay. shit. Um, yeah, I, uh, it's me. Um, it's not that I'm accepting less. It's that I'm not accepting shit at all. <laughs> I, um, I don't go anywhere. I don't go out. I don't mingle. I don't socialize. I, I stick to myself and um, having two children is like the number one reason and excuse for me to use every time a slight opening of opportunity comes. So it's me. I'm in the way. Mm. So um, I don't know. Maybe one day I might want to be out in these streets, but I just don't feel that yet. And then women at my age knowing like what they want in other aspects of their life will be out in these streets, you know what I'm saying? Chilling and meeting people. I just, I've never had that, that urge to meet people or be out. I've never been that girl. Um, Absolutely. So I don't know. I don't know what it's going to look like for me.
But um, it is definitely about knowing what you want, setting up your boundaries and filtering people. I filter people really good. And some of my friends be like, you're too, you're too hard on them. You need to give them a second chance. I don't believe in second chances. I just let people show me who they are and I either accept or deny. And then I don't backtrack. Yeah. Every time I've given somebody a second chance, it was like, yo, I failed twice. I don't, I don't like that shit. What the fuck? Like, no. You gave me your ass to kiss once. I'm like, I'm absolutely good. But again, I said enough. So. Yeah, can we stop letting other people establish our relationship? Like, Talk. why can't we just be two people? Like Chance said, this is Chan. Yes. I'm Josh. Yeah. <laughs> Even though this is my family, so they would know me. But this is Chan. Yes. That's it. It's the safest thing to do. And then if your family has questions, ask me when they leave or ask me tomorrow. But Shannon, the thing is, like, they never ask the person. Like, what they do is they'd be like, Oh, so I, I see you brought your little friend. Like, little friend? No, like, what are we, six? Your, your little friend? Like, we, we're not at a playground <laughs> right here. What the fuck are we talking about, little friend? Like, that uh, shit pisses yeah. me off so much. There, there was a girl, like, uh, this is Jersey, I'm talking about. Real quick, real brief story. So, her um, one of her family members, a uh, dude or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, it wasn't even Jersey. This was a girl from Delaware, but either way, same thing. So, she goes, and I end up meeting her cousins, right? And it was all guys. Uh, ironically, all dudes. So uh-huh. dude says to me, like, we're at the bar. And he was like, yo, you got to treat my cousin right. And then he's introducing me to the other cousins. Like, I met him first outside of the bar. And then we walked into the bar. And he was like, oh, you know, this is so-and-so's little friend. And I, I tapped him on the shoulder. I was like, bro, like, ain't, ain't nothing about me, little, because I wouldn't be here if that was the case. And I had to, like, break his heart a little bit because it's like, yo, like, not only am I hitting your cousin, but I'm telling you straight up, I'm like, oh, like, that's what we don't do. You, you're not going to, like, demote me to niggas that I don't know. So when he was like, what do you mean? I was like, bro, like, imagine me telling you that same shit at, like, one of my family reunions. Like, I'm, like, I'm dating your cousin or whatever, and then all of a sudden I'm inviting you to my family, and you telling, you know, I'm telling them, like, oh, yo, this is, this is her little cousin right here. Like, nigga, you, like, you 43. What the fuck is going on here? So... I tell people all the time when it comes to like, you know, meeting the other person's family and stuff like that, like just mm-hmm. greet them with grace and expect that same shit. Like if they disrespectful, like, oh, fuck that. I'm going home then. Because here's the thing. If you can't control your family and the shit that they say, they're going to do that shit to every single person that you meet Yeah. until until they find somebody that they're happy with. And here's the thing. You could have been happy with the person that you were with the last time, but they're like, you know what? I don't like them. There's a bad vibe. And sometimes they are right. Don't get me don't get me wrong. Like sometimes your family, your mom, your grandmother, they just know. They're like, you know what? Something's off. And you should listen. But everybody has, you know, that family member or they've been in that situation where it's like, you know what? Like, y'all are reading this person wrong because you just met them. Yeah. Like everybody's had that situation. It's like, you know what? Like, y'all are reading this person wrong because you've had this preconceived notion about them and you don't know them. I know them. I sleep with them. I fuck them. I go and go to dinner with them and shit. Like, either way, you don't know them. You just know what I've presented to you and you don't like them because of what you see in front of your face. But that person's nice. I've seen, like, at work um, doing interviews and stuff like that. Like, oh, this person has dread. So they just, they just might be lackadaisical. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? This is what we do. Like, mm-hmm. We just automatically like judge people because of the like how they present themselves. So just imagine going to dinner. You bring your date, and she comes in like 
a little like a skirt and some like heels or something like that, trying to be cute, trying to impress your family, and they're looking like, oh, well, she she must strip on the side or she must be doing this or blah blah blah. Like, yo, you be like, what the fuck? Like, damn, this is like she got dressed for you. She could have came in fucking sweats and she, you know, she tried to impress you, and you still aren't impressed. Some family and friends are just not going to be happy because the thing is. A lot of people don't want to see you happy. In the moment that you are happy, they're like, oh, no, we're going to make sure this shit is worse. We're going to make sure this shit ends. So be mindful and be your own people. That's all I'm going to say. That's a fact. Damn, Greg, you spend real talk here. You you really know the experience, man. I I appreciate everything you're saying. Sometimes living that whole life has a story. I'm upset that all my favorite people are alive right now. Like, this bothers me. This is why I need a last button. This is the reason I suggested the last button to stereo, so I can just jump back and forth between the same two channels. Mm-hmm. Fuck that two devices shit. <laughs> yeah, some, some people do it. No, I'm just flooding this thing with messages, but y'all was making me lose all hope in humanity. Y'all ain't never introduced nobody that y'all was talking to. It was this guy. He wasn't just talking. He was um some. <laughs> he was some guy I went to school with that like playing with my emotions. Ooh. I didn't introduce. We just ran into each other at a grocery mm. store, and I just happened to be shopping with my mom, and they had a full length conversation. They was like bosom fucking buddies, and I'm just like, uh, he worked at the, the grocery store. I'm like, sir, don't you got some stalking to do? You know, some sh- <laughs> shelves look a little bit dry, but um. How y'all, y'all don't, and y'all be going out with it. What if, like, just an emergency situation, if somebody tried to kidnap you, they at least can get a police a description of it. Some, I mean, really? Y'all, y'all, y'all triggering me. Wait, wait, wait. All right. So I don't, I don't introduce, what I said was, I don't introduce my past people to my mom. Like, mm-hmm. this is my boyfriend, or this is my man piece, or I really, mom, I really, really like his dick. Like, I don't introduce him like that. I just be, I be like, hey, what's up? What you cook? Oh, yeah. And this is such and such. But Absolutely. it ain't no, it ain't no titles. And then the only reason why my mom knows my kid's father like this is because they're my kid's fathers. But other than that, they would never have the space to have those discussions. They would never be able to pull up in my driveway and uh, go in the house and wait for me to get there. They would never have in-depth discussions about me. I got an ex that calls my mom on her birthday still. And, sir, we haven't been together since I was 17. Mm. But it's kind of, you know, people will hold on to people's people as if that's going to leave them an in and that doesn't and I say this because my family is really not traditional mm-hmm. um, so when I meet people's families and it's just like this is our Thanksgiving dinner and you know we introduce each other and we ask about your family and your background I'm just like oh so y'all like the families on TV because mm-hmm. we, yeah. we don't do that yeah now Really quick before we get to the next voicemail, though, um, he had mentioned uh, not um, the guy before, but the person before them, they had mentioned uh, jumping in between rooms. And I want to just like rectify that you can actually listen to like this show again, obviously on stereo, but we do have podcasts as well. 
Shame yeah. she can go over that really quick because I think we hit the two hour mark and we can keep going. So okay. damn already okay. Um, so Live Mouth Stereo is an actual podcast. So um, give me at least two days to edit and put together so it could be on the podcast um, itself. And you can find that on any podcast platform is Live Mouth Stereo Podcast. Just put it in. You'll see Greg and I's face pop up, and that will be it. And I tried to update the most recent episodes. So right now, the part one of um, what episode that was like, um, women uh, fumble good men is up right now. Yep. Tomorrow morning will be part two, and then this episode will be posted. I want to say by Friday. Okay. All right. Well, let's get back into these voicemails because it. Oh boy, there's a lot. Shout out to I y'all. Know, I, I, when I look down, I'm just like, okay, I'm making a dent. And now I'm just like, nope. Yeah, that's why I'm like, people don't like, this is a sad, sad state of affairs nowadays. Like, how do you build a rapport and build a bond and become comfortable with that person? And, you know, you, you got to see where they head and their head space is at. Before, a lot of the, it's not just the guys, it's a few women out here just ready to bed hop. Here to there, there, there to here. Yeah. But I mean, that's that's, that's dangerous nowadays. Yeah. Pandemic and Delta variant aside, there's other stuff out here. Yeah. You know, you want to know that class people's proclivities and shit is. You know, you don't want to jump in the bed with a, a motherfucking devil worshiper here. And here, you take your clothes off, jump in the bed, and you want the damn pentagram, upside down pentagram. <laughs> Yeah, wake up with fucking stigmata or some shit. Yeah, yeah sometimes you got to realize, like, you know, like, somebody said this to me. I don't know if it was, like, an aunt, but it was a family member. But she was like, every person you lay down with, the next person that you're with, you bring a part of that previous person with you. Mm-hmm. Regardless if it's raw or, like, you wear a condom or something like that, like, you bring a part of them with you. And yeah. I was like, yo, damn, I, I got fucking, I got a lot of fucking parts then, right? So, so again used to be a hoe um mm-hmm. but when it comes to it, it's like oh like you want to you want to come to you know come with a person like complete or some ways of you know completion and it's just weird because like damn like how do you like how do you approach somebody knowing that like you know what you had a past you had a history or something like that but like a, a lot of people don't want to be with somebody who is i don't want to say used but like they've been with somebody else before according to like social media and, and the world like the only way you can be happy is if the person that you're with or the person that you get with has less bodies than you they've done less than you like <laughs> you have to be you, you have to be like a social butterfly but you also have to be like innocent you also have to be like the nastiest person on planet earth but you could have only had this sex is with two not people. correct like, what the not, fuck? When, not when you're dealing with people in their 30s and 40s you don't give a fuck about that shit Man, we just hear same. about like did you learn your lessons did you do your personal work um are you mentally stable can you take care of yourself can you tell me when you don't feel right and can you um be happy and can we make each other happy and can we please each other boom finish done as far as Shane. like how many numbers before i don't give a fuck shane there was a grown there's a grown man on my twitter and you can look up the tweets this man said and mind you he said this 
in his tweets after he mentioned that Reasonable Doubt was the greatest album of all time, which could pretty much tell you how old this nigga is, right? So he goes and he, he went one tweet and said, Reasonable Doubt is one of the greatest albums of all time. But he also said, I can't mess with a woman who's had less, uh, more than three partners because that just means she gets around. To which I said, and I quote, so who else did she sleep with that you're not going to accept? Because if you, at that point, I think he's what? He said he was like 39. You're 39 years old and you're still looking for somebody who only slept with three or less people. You, Kylie Jenner is what, 23? And I could tell you three bodies she got. So if you're trying, if you're trying to think at 39, there are men and women out here. And mind you, there are some. I don't want to be completely a dickhead about it. And somebody be like, oh, well, I'm a virgin. Like, congratulations. But what I'm saying is like, you're looking for the freakiest virgin who knows it all, sucks it all, did it all, done it all. Shout out to Shorty Low. But at the same time, <laughs> they have to be the most innocent, delicate flower. You can't have both. You cannot have the goat throat and also have the, the stallion virgin. It, it don't work that way. It does not. And I'm, I'm only talking to men right here. I, I do not want to speak for the women because I don't think it happens on the women's aspects. Just give me like maybe like 30 seconds to say this. Fellas, if you're going to go out of your way to find you a woman that is young, because that, that seems to be the new wave again, this, you know, this fall or summer, whatever you want to call it, is to be like, you know what? Pandemic, I'm going to get me a young one. I'm going to get me somebody who's young, who don't know too much, and I'm going to like, you know, I'm going to train her. I'm going to do things that I want to do with her, blah, blah, blah. Guess, guess what? The young ones are the ones that actually know more shit than you do. Trust mm-hmm. me. When, when you look at those tweets from fucking uh, spring and summer 2021, when the women were talking about those Amazon leggings and the rose sex toys and shit like that, that was not from the, the women that you would consider to be aunties. That was the women who literally are the fucking sophomores in college. They got to get theirs because guess what? They were at home for a year. <laughs> they were on campus for a year. These are not your aunties that are sitting here telling you about the fucking rose. It, it was the young ones. The young ones are the... And I, I, please, like, feel free to call me disrespectful. Those be the freaks. And you know I said this before, Shan. Send me the freaks. But all in all, like, you just ha- you have to know. Fellas, like, grown men, adults, like, you, you can't have it all. You can't have a virgin. You can't have a virgin that's a freak. And more importantly, like, if, if you <laughs> do want a virgin... I. Like that that shit has always bothered me with men though. And I, I said I was gonna be 30 seconds and be a little bit longer. Um, stop going out here searching for women who are just like like absolute freaks, or you plan on just doing the nastiest shit to them. Just enjoy sex, man. Like what is what happened to just like, you know what? I'm gonna lay down with you, you're gonna lay down with me. We can figure this shit out when we get there. Instead of asking the questions like, yo, like do you like doing triple backflips on the dick? Like triple backflips? On, on on the dick though, you can do that. You you, you the goat throat, you the throat baby. Like you know what? Next voicemail because I was about to sing that motherfucking song. That's one of my songs <laughs> though. That's my shit. Throat baby. I'm See, gonna give it to I've never been the the you're beautiful type to pick up somebody. That's that's not my thing. If I'm saying you're beautiful, it's to compliment you and it's to walk the fuck away. Because again, there's always this assumption that every man that says something to you is trying to get in your pants. is trying to holler at you. But no, that's not the case sometimes. Sometimes I really just want to call you beautiful.
Listen, when I tell you I do that to so many women and men, I will tell them that they're handsome and just leave it at that and never follow up with anything else because people need to have a balance of the fact that, yeah, there's a lot of creeps out here. There's a lot of shallow people, but there also are some genuine people that just want to compliment you and walk the fuck away. So I appreciate when men do that more than when they follow it up with. So, um, uh, what are you doing? Where are you going? Like, ew! Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. <laughs> danger, danger. Listen, I appreciate it. The last chick, this is actually, I think, Monday, that I I won't even call it a shot. Like, I'm, I'm not going to call it that. But mm. I wrote her a note. It was uh, the waitress at this bar, and I wrote her a note because she was obviously checking me out. And I was writing a little note on the back of my receipt or whatever. My friend was like, yo, why you write all that? Just leave your number. I said, no, bro, shut up. I got this. And the note basically said, and first of all, she said when she texted me, the note is why I got the text. And it was basically mm-hmm. like, in summary, I know you've been watching me. <laughs> like that, That's what it was. See, look at that. That's king shit right there. I like that. I like that nerdy aspect. Let's go. Be direct. See, that's why I can't do what you do, Greg. I was with my boyfriend um, for, I think it was a year before I ever brought him around family because I don't want that either. Little friend or whoever. I'm like, I need to be with the person. Here's how I work. I work. Let me date the person. Let me get to know the person. If I see a relationship with this person to the point of girlfriend, boyfriend, you know, that sort of thing, then I'll bring it around, bring them around family. To them, they'll see that I'm serious about this person. But if he don't pass the test by eight months, mm-mm. no, we got to go. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. So right now, like she said, shout out to, you know, her. When it comes to, like, right now it's what, September? Mm-hmm. Um, I would just advise y'all right now, if you just started talking to somebody in the last, like, I'd say, like, 90 days, and you haven't brought them up to your mom, your father, a cousin, a sibling, um, Thanksgiving, just know. Cuffing season actually started today. Today is the first day of fall. <laughs> um, and we're going to, we, I think, Shan, one of the next episodes we do in the next, like, we have to do the, the, the cuffing season one, because we did it last year but we did it a little bit late. So we have to do it again this year on time. And the reason for that is because a lot of people don't understand like cuffing season etiquette. And since we're in the thick of it, like I know that's the fucking TikTok into the thick of it, but either way, uh, when it comes to like cuffing season, stuff like that, right now is a time where you, you get your selections right. You figure out who you want to be with versus the people that you're just going to entertain until they get their shit together. And Thanksgiving, that person that you met, you know, july and august like if they know about your family and you know about their family more importantly you've mentioned them to family then it's okay to bring them around thanksgiving and the reason for that is because like somebody know about them so instead of you just bringing a stranger to the party your mama know your auntie know your brother or sister know like you know what like there's gonna be somebody different here y'all y'all know him but at least you have a buffer that before y'all get there they let everybody know hey yo she's feeling him and they've been together for a couple months. They've been talking for a few months. Don't embarrass our family by being an asshole. I'm talking about, you know, uncle Charles, y'all like that family member who's going to say something drunkenly at the table talking about, Hey, yo, he don't know how to scoop the macaroni and cheese like that shit like that. So just be mindful like cuffing season that episode. Yeah. We're going to talk who I can't wait. Shane <sighs> next Saturday, next Saturday. Oh, 
I can't wait. <laughs> I, I'm doing that docket. I'm doing that fucking docket. Oh my god, that's that's crazy. See, now it's making sense. But girl, you are a woman. You are a woman. You was made okay. to be adored. Hell, now it's, it's coming because you say you're over there with your thighs and your your cooters theming. You need to be. I like to praise you like I should. You need to be getting praised. And uh, I see why they was they was trying to protect you. The it was the thought the thought was there, but no, you supposed to. Oh, oh, damn! These men out here. What are we gonna do? Cause they they just this shit needs to stop. It you shouldn't feel. Well, I can't tell you how to feel, but I can understand your reservation and anxiety about it because you haven't been. And are you one of those girls that never had like girlfriends? Have you been kind of like tomboyish and kind of, you know, because that's, you have any female relative? I've definitely always been a tomboy, but I do have women, women around me. Even my friends are very like girly or they'll be like, Chantal, act like you can't do it yourself so they can do it so they can feel like more of a man. I'm just like, fuck that. I can do it myself. <laughs> I'm not about to make myself oh act like God. some them, some girl like I can't. No, I'm gonna do it myself if I can do it. And they always trying to tell me to do less so a man could come into my life and feel like he about to put a dent in some shit. I'm just like, dog, no. Like any man that sees me and what I already do naturally, nigga, you have to match me or go above. And if you can, then that's fine. I am the. Mm -hmm. I am the woman and the type of mom that is willing to not have a man if he can't be the man I need. Mm. So mm. it is like one of those things where I miss out on a lot of experiences because I'm not going to dumb down myself to be some woman that needs you to be this for me. No, you're going to be who you're going to be. And when you leave, you're going to be who you're going to be. And when I leave, I'm going to be who I'm going to be. And when you come into my life and you want to be more and you want to be the only man in my space, you have to annihilate the need for all the men in my life, period. Mm. So when, I, when something is not working, I need to be able to depend on you. When I need something, I need to be able to depend on you because the only way my brothers will respect me having... Mm. And is when they be like, um, hello, are you alive? You haven't called me for anything. You don't need anything. I haven't seen you. Who's this man in your life? You know what I'm saying? But if you, if you cannot do that, nobody around me is about to respect that shit. So. See. That's that. Absolutely agree. Okay. Because my friend was like, um, do you have somebody to put together your new bed? I said, no. She was like, then who's going to put it together? Me? It might have took me two hours, but I put it together by myself. And that's why I'm just like, dog, if a man comes into my life and he doesn't have a tool set or a toolbox, sir, exit left, please, because I can't do nothing with you. <laughs> See, I definitely thought you were going to say the man who's going to put together the bed is going to be the same man that breaks it with you. And I, I, that, that's, that's a shanism. So, I was like, you know well, we already mm -hmm. know what's, we already know what's happening with the one who's 
You know what? Nope. Next voicemail. Next voicemail. Next voicemail. See, let me ask y'all two questions, Greg and Chan. Do you believe, the first question is that, do you believe that the one is a real concept or is a real, let me not call it a concept, is a real thing? Uh, short answer, no. Long yeah. answer, could be possible. Uh, but the thing is, like, we've all, like, from what I was told, and this is from a therapist, it's like, mm-hmm. you've had your one multiple times. It's just how many times either you or them have fucked the situation up. And that was literally how it was like laid out to me, to which I was like, I, I don't really understand. And it took me getting a little bit older and still going to the same therapist like, yo, like, what do you mean? And she said something to the effect of you might have found your one, but y'all weren't ready. You were at different points in life. Like you both were the same age, but y'all were at different points. You might have wanted to just fuck around. And that person wanted to be serious and start a future. So you might have seen your person more than one time. You might have seen the one three times. Your issue is you weren't ready three times. And that's completely fine. It's just more so when you get there, you just have to hope that that person is there for you. And it might be a different person. It might be the same person. That's why you have some people who are like, you know what? Like that ex, we weren't ready for each other when we were 18, 19. But when I saw them again at 28, guess what? I was ready. They were ready. And we ended up starting a family. You see that shit very often. So you really never know who the one is because that person could have been gone. But then they also might be come back. You know, they might come and back. And who so knows just... who those motherfuckers because ugh, for me, it's kind of like I exhaust all my relationships. And then once I exhaust it, I'm just like, okay, this is done. Yeah. I can't right. go back with the with a fresh mindset of you being a new and improved person because I'm just like sir you did this 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 and at that time I was open dog you can see my esophagus through my vagina when it came to you now I'm going I'll let you finish now I'm like I'm prepared for disappointment all the time and sir ain't nobody got time to be backtracking with somebody that has already disappointed you yeah. to be open. I would rather start from scratch with a new person who hasn't disappointed me yet because that would be easier because I'm too stubborn to erase your fucked up marks and start from mm-hmm. scratch. Well, let me let me give you like an example that was given to me. Like say for example you and a guy, y'all are, y'all are dating, y'all dated through like high, well, not even high school. I'll just say y'all dated through college or whatever. Y'all mm-hmm. fucked around or something like that. And y'all went y'all separate ways. He decided he wanted to travel the world. You decided you want to do your thing. You ended up going and, you know, you lived your life, you, you party, you had your fun and all that other stuff. Like you both had different experiences, but then for some unknown reason, you guys connect on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Y'all get back, you know, y'all get back to talking to each other and realize you guys missed each other, but you both also lived the experience called life that you wanted to live separately. Like, there are a lot of those situations that I see more often than not where people, they dated someone previously and they're like, you know what, like, it didn't work for us because we were both young, we were both naive, and we just didn't know where we wanted to be. They went their separate way, I went my separate way. But you know what? I still cared for them. I always wondered what it would have been. And if 
if, and here's the big if, if you can be in a situation where that person is in a position to be with you and you are in a position to be with them and you just somehow, you know, somehow just happen to get together, it will work because you both have grown separately. You both know each other, you know, from what you know, but you also have an opportunity to grow. There are a lot of relationships where there are people who like, you know what, we have to be together because we love each other. I have uh, a friend, her um, and her, I want—I don't know if they're still married or not, but her and her husband, I'll just say that, they were together since the ninth grade. Ninth, 10th, 11th grade, I'm talking like junior prom, senior prom, they're together. By college, they had already had like two kids before they had graduated. And they, I don't know if they're still together or not, but they loved each other. And I was like, yo, like you didn't give each other enough time to just be without each other in order to learn who exactly you are. And the reason why you were immature, they didn't know, you know, she didn't know you, you didn't know her. It was just things that you just didn't know. There were too many dynamics there versus what I'm saying to you is like, what happens if he went off, traveled the world, saw all the things he wanted to see and realized, you know what, like, ain't nothing really out there. Like, yeah, you could take all the photos and landscape mode and stuff like that. That's all fun. But you know what? Like, he still loves you. So even if you met him at a bar, you could meet him at a library. You could see him at a coffee shop. And it's like, you know what? That spark is still there. Like, that happens more often than not. And a lot of people take that for granted. Like, yeah, like, y'all might not work for each other today. Because life is telling you, like, no, like, you still have some life experiences that you need to experience without that person. Like, you need to go and actually fuck a couple more people to realize, you know what? get that out your system get do all that shit that might be fun for you now but that's not who you're going to end up with and then next thing you know you walk in that coffee shop and you see that person that you know what you keep telling your friends you keep telling your family yo like he was the one she was the one and it didn't work out and then guess what that motherfucker just randomly shows up like a homeboy from loving basketball and shit even though it was a a trash movie by the way story for another day either way yeah end up linking up again and next thing you know, y'all rekindle, y'all end up starting a family, get married, and then, like, you have that storybook, like, ending to your story. A lot of people need to just have that, and if you can't have it, sometimes it's just better just, like, it, it just wasn't for you. Like, some things just aren't for people, and they just have to understand, like, just live your life and live that experience. But a lot of people are living for that moment instead of living for being like, you know what, like, just just play it through. Just make sure it happens when you want it to happen instead of it happening like right then. So that that's my little pinpoint. Um, I'm gonna be done with it. You know what? That sounds really cute and shit. And I've seen that happen for Oh me. no. But oh, I no. I know that's not my that's not my story. Um that's I I really thought my shit was about to be very easy and I was gonna have to ride a wave of a good relationship with the person and we was just going to have life and big headed kids and just chill and that is that has not been my story um it is operation closed shop on kids as a possibility permanently um and i'm just at the point where there's nobody in my past that can come in my future and me be like let's let's do this right like that's done dog you gotta get me you gotta you gotta get me like crispy cream and cream me up when it's hot (laughs) That's a wrap. Okay, can't do nothing with you. Um, we can we can pound it out and dip, but um, I can't do nothing with you. Um, I'm gonna play these uh voicemails. Oh, <laughs> Y'all 
And then um, I'm gonna finish this list because we we working into um, Thursday, and um, yeah. And then my second question for you both is how you define love. How do you define what love is? Oh shit. Okay. Um, love for me is blunt honesty, and um, and just willingness to adjust with that person as they change and grow and evolve into their next self because you should always be evolving but if you're not going to be completely honest and transparent about what it is you want and what you need there's no way that you can hold me to an expectation to do right by you or a lovely love you truly and vice versa so that's that's it for me at this point yeah, um, yeah, you you know I got to be elaborate. Um, love doesn't have a definition; it's an experience. Um, yes. that's my 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 best like quote for it. Um, I, I guess an analogy would be like, have you ever been to like a concert that you were like, damn, I had a good fucking time, but you can't remember the set list? You like, I I went to that concert, I had so much fun, I don't remember what the fuck they played. They played mm-hmm. my favorite song, I just don't remember everything. I just know for a fact I had a good time. That's love for me. Like that's that definition. It's like, oh, like I, I don't remember everything that happened to get there. I just know for a fact when I was there, it felt good. That's love for me. Like I, I just want more people to have that shit. And I, I guess that's my definition. Mm. I'll take it. Do the person that you want, that you attracted to, want you? I had to come to uh, terms with this shit. I've been meditating and contemplating on this shit. Like, cause you told me how old you is. Like, I just turned twenty seven, July eighth. We getting a little bit up there to be still playing these types of games. And how much time is you willing to devote or waste to a motherfucker that really don't see you in the same light that you view them? Mm-hmm. I mean, hello, somebody. Like, uh, it gets played. Well, for me, I'm gonna speak for me. Is it gets played out? And sometimes, what you want isn't always what's best for you. And what's best for you might just pass your ass by if you let it. And sometimes you, we caught up on aesthetic. You know, I don't want to be laid up with the damn crib keeper, but hell, if the crib keeper (laughs) don't respect me, treat me how the fuck I want to be treated. Like the last dude, I look, he didn't look like shit. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. They got another one. You want to play that second one? Because I feel like that second one had extra stuff to it. Okay. You know what? It's the rape culture for me. Ooh. It's the rape culture for me. Uh, mm. All of that sounds real predatory. You got to have a young mm-hmm. one because they're naive and they let you do. You, they're easier to manipulate and to mm-hmm. train. Yep. And, mm-hmm. I don't. I, honestly, I agree with a uh, baby girl over there. I don't. The guys that I've talked to, unless I actually know about their significant others or like their previous, it's not something that just pops up in conversation. Like the focus is on me and him, not on me, him, her, you know, them. That is not. So that must, for whatever reason, you or whoever these men are have a fixation with somebody's body count. What's that have to do with the present moment and the interaction that you're having with that person in real time? 
Yeah. That's always been a point of contention for me. Um, and I, we're going to get back to it. Like, whenever people bring up body counts, I also have to, like, like reiterate people's ages. And it's like, oh, like, who are we to just be judging ages, number one? Number two, how many people somebody has been with as a result of their experiences? Like, just, just enjoy the person while you have them for that moment because you, you never fucking know. But you would be surprised how many people, like I said before, like, just they have a number in their head that is acceptable and anything after that they can't like identify with it there are grown men and women alike who like yo like you are a hoe if you've had this many people like you are a hoe if you do this and it's like well damn like but you want me to do it with you though like who the fuck don't want goat throat like yes goat throat is fantastic what you're trying to tell me like hey like you can't you have to be good at head when you give it to me but if you're too good i'm gonna complain like what the fuck that's weird that, that next voicemail I, I can go on for 30 minutes oh. about that one i'm gonna just, <laughs> just yeah. move on let's move on yeah you already know don't start me up greg because this could Man, be another- Yo, if, if you want to talk about it shane let, let's 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 i don't want to talk five minutes I said this earlier on another podcast, but can men stop making it seem like the vagina shapes itself around one dick and then all of a sudden no other dick can work with this vagina because it's shaped itself to another dick or the fact that it's it's just they just believe it's not elastic and just goes back to whatever it was before you fucked it like uh, excuse me for sounding brutal and very like harsh and brash about saying it but it's just like come on mm-hmm. shan it's on you I'm, I'm gonna leave that voicemail to you all these big head ass kids come out the vagina dog mm-hmm. this this shit opened up like wu-tang okay so um i don't know when it comes to um men and what they think i'm gonna just run down this list uh before i these voicemails because I just I just think people need clarification. Like I think men prefer natural a, a natural face, right? Makeup is good. Like sometimes when y'all going out, but preferably he gonna see you more if he with you with a natural face. And I don't feel like men care about lashes and women be really spending eighty plus dollars getting their lashes done. For what reason? I don't know because it's not like they didn't have lashes before. Um, men don't care about the small, soft areas on women that women be super insecure about. Mm. A lot of men actually like to rub on those small, soft areas when they in bed or just chilling on the couch. Um, I, I said this already. Real men don't care about pain. Okay? Mm. Um, Men will support women's good careers. They're not going to tell yes. you, don't do this career, don't be better, don't follow your dreams. They're going to support you doing that. Um, they don't care about when you sleep with them because they know they're doing the things that's going to keep you wanting to be around them. So they know that's going Man, to come So if a man is pressuring you to sleep with them or come to their place, that is not a man. You are dealing with a boy in a man's body mm-hmm. all right they don't care if you call or text too soon they're not following society's standards of when you should call or text when you meet somebody if you like them they will like to know that you like them now 
calling them 50 times and asking them what they're doing 10 times throughout the day when you know they're handling their man shit. Now that's annoying. So you're going to have to check yourself. What up, y'all? Hope you're enjoying the show. It's Loud Mouth Stereo, okay? And we got that Loud Mouth Stereo shop on Teespring with a promotion before you get to... uh, What the fuck is that holiday? It's coming up. Labor Day. Where for me, I feel like the (laughs) the fact that it's called Labor Day and you still got to work on Labor Day blows my mind. But okay, what does that mean? Just another day for people... In businesses to spend money and get money well you can um support and get the last of the um summer before fall gear for loudmouth stereo shop on teespring with 15 percent off the promo is all caps shop the number two day 15 okay and this promo is running from august 23rd to the 31st of August, all right? Get it 15% off, okay? Get it and get it low before it goes back high. That's all I'm saying. It's loudmouthstereoshop.creator-spring.com or just put in loudmouthstereo and that's mouth, M-O-U-F, not the, the correct spelling, the wrong spelling because if it's wrong, I don't wanna be right. And put it in your Google and it'll pop up. And it's in the link. Um, hit me up at She Gets It Pod if you're lost and you want to go ahead and get the merch. There's t-shirts on there. I'm working on some new t-shirts now. Um, there's cups on there. There's mugs on there. There's, uh, I think it's a sweatshirt on there. I bought a sweatshirt, so I will be wearing that sweatshirt next month probably. When it gets a little bit cooler. So y'all know, back to the show. Let's go. don't care that you are not perfect so women especially these women out here getting their body done and and their thighs don't match and their lips don't match and the shit don't make sense and all these beautiful women getting nose jobs recently that i'm just like why i don't understand they don't care about that all right here i go here i go all right i gotta interject right here um all right not only is shan absolutely right I agree with her because as a guy, I will be the first person to tell you the fake lips and the fake ass do one absolutely nothing for me. But you know what? It's 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 like like the extra French fries at the bottom of the bag. You know what? I'll take them. Like that, that's what it feels like to have a woman with like j- just the fake parts and the the shit that just don't matter. Like you are going and making yourself. I was to be more like, yo, I already liked you for what you were. You seem to be cool. Yeah. But you know what? You you went and got your body done. If you did it for you, that's fine. I don't have a problem with the fact that you did it, you know, because it's a self-reflection and it's like, it's you. It's what you want you to be and what you want to portray yourself to be. However, however, if you're doing it thinking that, like, I'm talking to men only who like this shit. Men don't give a fuck about ass men don't care about fake lips fake tits as much as we talk how you know we like that shit on instagram and stuff like that let me be the first one to tell you mm-hmm. i've seen men fuck a hole in the wall with a throat on the other end if you don't know what i mean google glory hole men 
will literally fuck a bare wall and not give a fuck. So the fact that women really think like, oh, I have to go and get these surgeries, this body work. Yo, like, little butts matter. Little titties matter. All that shit, it matters. Like, there have been men who be like, you know what? Like, I don't give a fuck what she look like. As as long as the pussy is wet, we're going to get it. We're we, we going to go and get that. And it just, it, it really, it bothers me when it's like, I see women who go and they ruin themselves thinking that like their body work is going to change their personality because there are a lot of people with shit personalities and banging bodies summer walker but story for another day um all i guess what i'm trying to say here is like us men really don't really give a fuck about the amount of work that you do on your body especially knowing the fact that like for men like it's like okay that that's i won't say it's a vessel but it's more so like it's all physical but if you have no brains behind it, again, Summer Walker, it don't matter. It's all moot at that point. So I'm going to let Shane continue because that one I had to really like hone in on because I really wish women would stop getting the Kim Kardashian package and forgetting the fucking thighs, forgetting the fucking kneecaps, forgetting the fucking like the lower leg and the Achilles and shit like that. There's no reason why you wear a size six shoe. But your ass looks like it belongs on a linebacker for the Los Angeles Rams. You should not be built this way. You should not, yo. That it is fucking disgusting. And I, I, I know I'm. Somebody's gonna laugh at it because they think it's funny. I'm being dead fucking serious here. Like, ladies, hear me out. Stop buying these fucking bodies. Like, imagine having a a 75 inch TV mounted to your wall, right? But then you got that one dangling ass cable that just will not go away. That's what y'all asses and bodies looks like compared to your legs. That's exactly what the fuck. It's like, yo, like, yes, it's a great fucking thing to look at. It's wide. It's vibrant. But then there's just that annoying ass fucking cable that's just hanging out of nowhere. Why is it fucking there? Why? That's your legs. That's the rest of your body. Imagine your body being the end of a fucking Apple TV cable. Imagine your body being an HDMI port. That's what the fuck that shit looks like. And somebody's like, Greg, you're being disrespectful. Absolutely. If you won't go get your body done, get the entire thing done. Get the things that matter. And like when you go get your body done, go get your ass done, your thighs done, your lips done. Go get the shit that actually matter. Stop missing your fucking teeth. That shit, oh my fucking God. I'm sorry. My apologies for saying, oh my fucking God, but I mean that shit. There are so many women on Instagram, they look fucking beautiful until they open their mouth. And you're like, yo, what is, yo, who punched you? Like, you would, you would literally think Mike Tyson was like, yo, tithe. Like, tithe. yo, it, <laughs> yo, every, every time I see a woman on Instagram and like they look good, but then they talk, I instantly think Keely Williams from 3LW when she's like, I'm getting a little tired of your broken promises, promises. I'm like, Next voicemail. Let me get the fuck out of here. Let me stop. Let me stop. I can go all night. Let's go. Hey, Greg. You got that nail on the head. Bruh. Jesus. If two people are, are of the of complementary wavelengths, you know, intelligence, intelligence, emotional, you know, psychological viewpoints, understanding, trauma similarities, whatever the hell, the whole kit and caboodle, if they are not mature enough at particular points in their lives to actually be able to communicate, the entire thing goes to shit. It's kind of fucked up. Sad, 
but true. Absolutely. Absolutely, brother. Um, what else do men do before I hit these messages? Men will prioritize their time for you, and that is consistent, okay? We are not begging men to do things. We are not begging men to show up as men. We are not doing all of these extra things. He is going to tell you what he's going to do, and he's going to do so. He gives you the best advice, so he doesn't have to fix mm. later. Mm. Can you okay. say that one more time, please? A man gives you his best advice so he doesn't have to fix the problem you will have later. Oh, lordy, lordy. Shanna's over here. She is over here preaching. What a man will also do if you don't listen to his advice is leave your ass alone because you not listening to a man's advice when he gives it and then you turning around and expecting him to fix the problem later is a nuisance. Mm. Right, so, but, 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 oh. nah, you know what? No, nope. I'm, I'm gonna save it. How many more do you have on your list? Because I, I, I want to save. I got one more on this list. All right, all right. Let me let me just get this one out of the way really quick. Then okay. we do the voicemails. I don't even I don't even go back and forth on this one because I mean this shit. Um, one thing that men do not care about, <laughs> and I, I want everybody to understand what I'm about to say. It's going to sound disrespectful, but it's the absolute truth. Men do not care that you've moved on mm. if you keep contact with them. Mm. Now, someone's going to be like, what the fuck do you mean? Let me clarify. If you've moved on, you've moved the fuck on. Leave me alone. Right. Moving on consists of me not being around you in any aspect of your life. I'm not saying that you need to block me from Instagram and Twitter and shit like that. What I'm saying is, though, when you see my photos, like T.I. said, nigga, you don't know me. Mm-hmm. When you see me in the streets, nigga, you don't know me. Okay. More importantly, if you have moved on, all, all, all everything you say to somebody as a man, like, if I know for a fact I knock those walls loose. Ooh. Every, every time you think of me, that pussy gets wet. I'm talking about you be like, yo, like the nigga that you fucking, you think about me when you fucking him. And every man has had that woman before. And women, you know the guy that I'm talking about. Feel free to clap it up if you can tell the truth. Don't lie. Do not lie on stereo. Do not lie on the podcast. Feel free to tell your truth. What I'm going to say is this. If, ladies, if you've moved on, stop keeping in contact with the dick that you know pleases you. Mm. Stop keeping in contact with the dick that you know does you good. But also, it does you no good. Because guess what? That dick is so good for you that it's bad for you. Because mm. what, what, what you're saying is there is still a chance. Because the guy that I really, right now, I'm talking to that really likes me, that wants to be with me, if he fucks up, guess where I'm going when he fucks up? The dick that treats me good. Yeah. I, I just need women to understand that men do not give a fuck. We do not care. If I knocked your walls loose, like you ever seen a screw that's just like hanging out of a wall? You're like, you know what? All I got to do is just twist it like two or three times and it feel like it's going to get back to where it is. That That's the dick that you like. You know what? Like, I didn't even have a screwdriver in the house. Yeah. Like, that, that's that screwdriver that's sitting in the house. It's like, you know what? Like, I didn't even realize I had a screwdriver in the house, but that screwdriver just magically just did its fucking job. But you know what? 
a knife does that too. Homeboy mm. is that knife. He instead of being a screwdriver, he's that knife. He he doesn't he doesn't actually fit the qualifications, but you know what? He, he does a good job. So, ladies, if you've moved on, I'm gonna say this one last time. If you've moved on, stop keeping contact with the niggas and the men, and even women in this aspect that honestly just are not fit for you. Because what you're saying is there is still a chance. What you're saying is if this person fucks up, I'm going to call you. Chingy said it best. Shout out to Chingy, by the way. <laughs> he said, I'm only one call away. <laughs> he had... Ch- Ch- Chingy said, I'm one call away. And every woman in their phone got that one dude that they don't want to call. That is the, what do you call it? In emergencies, break the glass. That, that's the emergency. In, in case of emergency, break the glass dick. You know for a fact that you only hit him up once or twice every year. But you know what? It's not a disappointment. Pleasure P said it best. Boyfriend number two. I've never been a boyfriend number two. I might have been a boyfriend number three. Or I've been a dick on demand. But you know what? I would never want to be in contact with you knowing that I'm going to fuck your life up when I get it. Because here's the thing. I'm that person. I'm going to fuck you up. I'm, I'm going to get to your house. I'm going to lay you down. And you're going to stay down because you ain't getting up. You're you going to stay down. And once you stay down, I'm going to leave because guess what's going to happen? Then you got to deal with the rest of your trauma after I leave. So that's why this is the last thing on my list. If you've moved on, stop keeping in contact with me because once I put it down, you stand down. Shout out to Benny Siegel. I'm you going to get down. <laughs> or you gonna lay down? <laughs> you gonna get down? But it it works. It works. It works for women too. Like, if you love your relationship so much and your marriage, stop hitting me up. Mm-hmm. You know, like, stop asking for gasoline on your fire because it will go ablaze, dog. Man, listen. So, see, out. see, Shan, Shan, this the problem. You know what? We're gonna say that for Saturday. We're gonna, we, that's gonna be our opener for Saturday because um, if this is this is how we ending. Oh boy! Listen, oh boy. And, I, and I'm gonna go through this one. This one is reckless, real quick. Um, a man that loves you is genuinely happy for you, no matter what. So whoa, whether whoa, you stay, whoa, whoa. whether you stay or you go, or you know, they just happy for you. Whether you move on, they happy for the for you. Whatever. Let's say the next two years you you have a new baby, they happy for you. But at the same time, don't expect to come back to that man thinking he about to be on the same level he was before with you. Oh, absolutely. All right. So I know mm-hmm. I went for, I, I know I went over all the good things. So let me just tell you the signs that men don't give a fuck about you when. Okay. Oh, boy. Men don't give a fuck about you when he ain't checking on you, okay? Men don't give a fuck about you when they're not being preventable when it comes to your well-being. Um, they don't give a fuck about you when no one he knows knows you, <laughs> mm. okay? You are the best-kept secret on purpose. Men don't give a fuck about you when you are a known option, okay? He knows it, you know it, everybody knows it. Men don't give a fuck about you when y'all only fuck. Like, stop feeling like you're going to be the best fuck that a man ever has. You're you're not. 
Just like when my kids be like, Mom, you're the best cook. I'm just like, no, I'm not. I'm just a cook that's cooking for you right now, but you're gonna meet a, a better cook than me one day. Like, let's let's be honest. Um, men don't give a fuck about you and they're openly disrespectful to you. And that is in your absence and your presence. When they're cheating on you, they don't give a fuck about you. I, there's no way to say, oh, but you're my this and they just this, they not special. Well, I'm not special either. Like, you can't, mm. I don't understand how men be trying to explain that shit to women. Like, nobody's special to you. The only person that's special to you is your dick and your and your balls if she's sucking it and, and caressing it while she sucks your dick like dog whoa 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 <laughs> no woman is, is is special or important when it comes to a man cheating period mm-hmm. um, and don't give a fuck about you when you're not important okay mm-hmm. if he demands more from you and and he gives you less he does not give a fuck about you and you don't need an explanation for that shit you don't need a reason behind that shit and you don't need him to say verbatim I don't give a fuck about you those are the ways that he shows it and that's why a lot of men would be like if I cheated on her and she found out and she stayed then she just stayed but I'm not begging her to stay and that's because they know that woman's self self uh, value and insecurity is so low that they don't have to verbalize that shit. They know she ain't going nowhere. Agreed. Alright, so I'm gonna play these voicemails. It is 12.05am on East Coast. Greg and I have to um, get ready for our Thursday and I'm gonna run through. Yeah. Some, if anybody wants to drop anything right now for Loudmouth Stereo to be on the show, please drop your voicemail now because after I go through these voicemails we are gonna wrap up this show. But it's been a great one. Thank you for everybody that's been dropping their messages and their thoughts. We appreciate it. There's some people that have been together for 10 plus years and still don't know their partner's favorite cereal. Uh. Mine is Raisin Bran Crunch and <laughs> Banana Nut Cheerios. Felt. Yeah. Agreed. Look, man. Somebody line. <laughs> now... All these niggas rap about his ass. All these niggas sing about his ass. You know damn well, especially the men in our community, got a asphyxiation, a fascination with the posterior and derriere. Now, I was just talking to my girlfriend about that. Like, well, a friend, I'm not, why am I specifying? (laughs) Why am I putting out a disclaimer? But anyway, we was having a conversation. I'm like, where does this ass obsession come from? Bitches ain't dying on the operating table in the damn DR, Dominican Republic, for nothing. So, um, yeah, and most of the time, look, I don't know what niggas tell you, but everything a nigga say that he don't like, he's secretly into. And that's just is what it is. Like, these bitches don't get money for nothing. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, where are they getting the money to get all this work? Like, well, you other, think they just other men who think they gonna buy their way into some pussy that they not about to get? Yo, I'm about to say something that's super disrespectful. Please, I I'll apologize later. I went to CVS to pick up mm-hmm. my prescription, and mm-hmm. there was a girl who was at the the checkout. You know how they have like the self checkout. 
Mm-hmm. And mind you, like, I don't know what she does in her full time or anything like that. All I know is she had an ass the size of, like, the seat on, like, a, a two-seater couch. I was like, there's no fucking way. Like, yeah. yo, what the fuck do you do for a living? And I asked her, I was like, yo, like, how, like <laughs> you weren't mm-hmm. born with that. And the reason why I knew she wasn't born with that is because if you were born with that type of body and that type of ass, you walk differently. You walk because you're accustomed to that. That's like when, like, I used to date a girl who had H cups. She knew how to walk with her H cups because of the fact that, guess what? Like, I'm born into this. I, like, I inherited these titties. It's different when you inherit them titties and that ass versus when you, like, I had to go overseas to get that shit. And then when I went overseas to get that shit, when I brought it back, it wasn't the same. You fart a little bit differently. The way you shit is a little bit. Like, right. there's a tutorial. And I, I, I'm honestly just being honest, and I'm gonna be done with it after the sentence. When it comes to men, the reason why a lot of us men like fake asses is all aesthetic. That shit looks good until you realize, like, it don't do much. It, it doesn't do much. And not only does it not do much, it's more so it's like, oh, like, the thrill and the allure is gone. There are a lot of women here in D.C. who they've gone and they got their butt done in the DR and stuff like that, and they came back, and the men don't care. And the reason why they don't care is because there are just as many real women who just literally have those same types of bodies. They might have had, like, 15, 20 more pounds on them, but they also know for a fact that, like, yo, like, they, they, they fuck a little bit better. When you have, like, a fake ass... Like, when I say a fake ass, talking about, like, you literally have to, like, you have to watch how you sit. Because if you sit wrong, that shit might, like, readjust a little bit differently. Don't nobody want to fuck with you like that. Because they got to be cautious. Oh, I can't palm her ass. Because if I palm it, then it's going to, the other cheek going to move another way and she don't need that. The doctor's order said this. Like, no, I want that ass. That's just, just give me the real ass. That's all I'm going to say. I'm, I'm going to shut up. I'm done. I'm done till Saturday. No more messages from Greg. Because, boy, I, I can go in. I'm, I'm a mute. These Instagram hoes ain't got half a billion million followers for nothing. These strip clubs don't stay packed parking lot full of motherfuckers for nothing. So this this just seems like some intellectual dishonesty. Uh, <laughs> there is a market for the um the uh, the life size human blow up doll, a uh, build a bitch. There is a market mm-hmm. for that. Uh, whether it's sustainable, whether it's good for your mental health, whether it's good for your physical health, whether it's good for the uh, longevity of the um, the trajectory of relationships going forward. Because, you know, relationships has changed unequivocally yeah. forever. You know, right. this ain't the 60s and 70s and our aunties and grandmas looking at us like, really, you can't keep a man? Like, this fucking Tinder is out here now. It's a whole different podcast. Yeah. I Last think. Voicemail, there is, I'm sorry. I'm. Just, I, I gotta say this. And I'm done. Mm-hmm. Shane, th- there is a market for the, the fake booties, the fake butts. What I'm saying though is, yes, men do like fake butts and fake titties and stuff like that. They're not trying to wipe that though, and the yeah. reason for that is because, like, yes, that shit looks good on a Saturday like morning at 1 a.m. That shit looks good when you see it on Instagram. But if you ever see that shit up close and you're trying to figure out why, 
like her body looks like a, a Target lampshade, where it's like, yo, like you look, you ever look at a lamp from like Target or like IKEA? It's like it got that big, like that big ass head, and then it got that small body, but then at the bottom, the base is like really wide. That's what that shit looked like on Instagram for us now. Like, there's one woman, and I, I really don't want to like give her any like cl- not claim the fame, but I have to. Her name is Bum Bum Queen. Go feel free to just go and look on Instagram, right? Like you can tell because she's facially challenged. She's ugly, but um, outside of the fact that she's facially challenged, um, her her body, like her ass, is just like fucking out there. Her ass just looks like, like, it looked like an SUV. Like an SUV is like it's almost a car, but it's also like a Jeep, and then it's also like an actual like full size truck and shit like that. But when mm-hmm. you look at her in particular, you're like, yo, like. There's no fucking reason why your ass is that big and your body is that small. It's almost like you're you're trying to fit like a steak into a snack size ziplock. Like some shit just don't even out, and that's what the fuck it looks like sometimes. So as a guy, I'm just only speaking for me, and hopefully more men who agree. But like we do enjoy looking at it visually. But if you ever had to deal with that shit in real life, you know what it's gonna look like in ten years what it's going to look like in 15 years. Like, if you've ever, like, left, like, food just sitting out and it expires, that's what, like, fake asses look like. To us, it's like, oh, like, that shit is cute. But if you see it, like, so much, it's like, yeah, like, yeah, okay. But but what else is it? Can you read good? Like, I, feel like, I feel like there's there's always going to be a demand for women in these bodies be, for right now because mm-hmm. that's the trend is right now and these young boys got money and and with the money that they have they want to be with the most popular looking woman which is this type for right now but my thing is what happens when time evolves and what exactly like changes these women are going to be left with these bodies and it's going to be like oh you must have been born around this time or you must have got that but th- that's the only thing I'm, I-, I guess I worded it wrong. But that's what I'm really trying to say. Like the women that want the bodies that they have now, they would have those bodies in 15 years. Like, yeah. you have, like say for example, like everybody has like that auntie or that cousin that's at the cookout. And you're like, yo, like what the fuck did you eat that like made your body that way? Like, they, and I'm not saying it in like a, a really like facetious way, but like everybody has like a family members like, yo, like, they're just like outrageously thick and you're like, yo, like they don't look like the rest of the family because like their body is just like proportionately like for them. Like that's family shit. But what I'm saying is like there are people who go and buying bodies at like 23 that they shouldn't have until they're like 45. It's like, so you're 23 with a 45 year old body. What do you think is going to happen when you turn 45? Like, it's like putting a fucking avocado in the window and leaving it for three weeks. You're like, you know what? Yeah, it was ripe, but that was two weeks ago. Now, it's like, it's just brown on the outside. And then when you look on the inside, it's like, yo, that this shit's molded on the inside. It, it still looks like it's ripe on the outside. But when you open that shit up, it's like, yo, this is actually pretty fucking gross. That's what I see when I see like women who are like 23, 24, and they have bodies of like, on, they have the auntie body. They have the body where it's like, yo, like you have to work for that. Like you gotta eat a couple of fucking. You gotta eat some pig feet for that. You gotta eat some, think, some uh, bacon for that. 
these young women that haven't even had kids yet. You, like you have to understand, a lot of these women's bodies that people see on social media, they went mm-hmm. for a BBL multiple times. That wasn't yeah. no one time. Wham, bam, it's perfect now. Like they went multiple times, and they went back for different parts of their bodies to look this way. A lot of women that are scraping together their coins to get this shit done, they only have a, enough to afford it once. Yo. One one girl on Instagram said this shit this week. She said it Sunday night. She said, well, I already had one kid, and that kid was eight years old. Well, I guess the kid is eight years old. I, I will, will not put her name out there, but she said that the kid is eight years old. So she said that the warranty on her body ends in four years. So she said she can have a kid after the warranty expires because then she's able to go and do an upgrade on her body. I was like, what, what do you mean upgrade? And then she went into like the the elaboration basically what she was saying is she can go and get the surgery done again because there's only certain surgeries that you can have that you can do them like every couple years and i guess the surgery that she had which was she said it was the tummy tuck and it was the bbl so you can only do those like every six to seven years in tandem so what she said was she can't have kids for the next four years as a result of her surgeries i was like yo i would never want to be in a situation like that that is scary but again, <laughs> straight males are not going to get their bodies done for a woman. I'm gonna tell you that right now. That bare be- me. them them tickle bitties that they be having in their um, white tees. <laughs> and I am, yeah. I am not like the most the most thing to my body that I would do for a man is have your kid, and that both of these fools ain't deserve. You see what? Mm-mm-mm. Nice voicemail. Jesus. Yeah. You lucky I did that. Do you see how big these mm-hmm. girls See? Ooh. Look at you. Look, look at Shane. Uh-uh. I ain't surgery shaming nobody. Now, if you're going to buy ass and buy a new, buy a new exoskeleton, mm-hmm. do your research. Because some of this shit does look a fool. Yeah. But, but. I've seen some girls that ass look a fool that look like uh, upside down capital P's out here and niggas still be breaking their necks looking at the ass. The ass be wop-sided, dented, got bullet holes, and uh, look like it need an alignment. Niggas still be breaking their necks. It's a lot of stripper holes in my city that got some botched ass shit and they still be turning heads. So, I mean, it's intellectual dishonesty. Like, a lot of these guys say, I mean, I'm just saying. Uh-huh. You ain't got to believe me. I mean, I, 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 men are always going to look, and that's fine. But it's kind of like, yeah. what is the goal? Is the goal that I want everybody to look at my body like I'm a, I'm a bulletin board? Or is the goal I want the person that I'm attracted to to see me as attractive? And when that's the case, it's kind of like, what if the person that you're attractive to is not attracted to that shit and you did that mm, for yeah. keep rejecting and that's the gamble that you take like damn. That's true. But you know there's, true. there's always men out here that's going to love it and there's always men out here that's going to like be like oh you don't need that like I wish you didn't do that or I wish you would take this out and a lot of women do go back and get shit reconfigured because they yeah. don't 
the lips no more. They don't want this no more. It's just like, I don't know. It's just, to me, it's not worth it. Yeah. I agree. You're going to have to appreciate my ass being in the front. Oh, Lord. (laughs) But a lot of men have issue with the surgery because it raises your stock instantaneously. Yeah. Because of the... uh, Because of the uh, the currency, the social currency you have when you upgrade your ass, when you upgrade your face, when you get a new nose, niggas don't want to pay for that shit. Because you're going to have, uh, you know, you was walking around like Igor, but now that you got your body done, oh, no. you got a bad bitch mentality now, and niggas going to have to put up a shut up. You know, a lot of motherfuckers don't want to compete. They don't want to put their money where their mouth is. They don't want to finance and be able to keep up your new posterior. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Or have to compete with the new, with the new, uh, with the new audience of attention and suitors that you're gonna get because of your little upgrades. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So that's why they want to shy you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I fucked around with a girl that said she had like 50 as her body count. And I'm not sure if she was throwing that number up just to see how I would react to it or what. But my thing was, because I'm, you know, I'm in the BDSM, I'm an enthusiast. But mm-hmm. my thing is I pay attention to sensitivity as far as touch and stuff like that goes. So yeah. if you still move and react, like, like it's your first time every single time we touch, like I'm... I ain't got no issues with that. You can have as many people underneath your belt as you want to have, but or maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back because that's that's. You know, I'm gonna go back to eat my pizza. Not talk your shit. Talk your shit. That's the truth. But here's the thing: like for him knowing like his kink and everything, it's like he he knows what the fuck he wants. So when he's pre- like presenting it to somebody and they're telling him their wants and like trying to compare the two, it's it, it, it's a little bit like shaky because it's like but I, I already told you so like you already know these things either you match it or you don't so oh boy Mm-mm-mm. all right we got more from josh oh greg you know what i have an extreme distaste for and i didn't realize it until this last little friend situation i don't even know what the fuck to call it mm-hmm. like it First of all, we should not have slept together because we agreed the relationship should have been platonic. But that's a whole other story. She, the issue was, she was constantly, can, can, oh my gosh, it just pisses me off thinking about it. She kept comparing me to her dead soulmate. No. Someone that's dead. You compare me to a man that's dead, that's no longer here for various reasons, mainly because of his health, which was his problem. But you're comparing me to a dead man that bothers Mm -hmm. the fuck out of me. Mm. Yo, I would be. Do we have any advice for him? I I, want to say something. That's like um, that lady that posts that. that text where she was like her husband is grieving his dead mistress and she was pregnant and he don't even know if the baby is his or not and she was Jesus. like she doesn't know whether to leave him or stay but she just said that they just need to separate for right now because he was like you can't be mad because she's gone now there is no competition or jealousy <laughs> that's funny as shit <laughs> yeah right um I, 
I guess all I have to say in regards to that, Matt, like I, I'm glad you did what you needed to do for you because you never really know. Um, but the fact that like she at some point you have to stop comparing the people that were in your past to the people that were in like your your present or in, you know, prospectively in your future. I don't know why people do that. That's it seems to be like a recent thing in the past like ten to fifteen years where people are just like, you know what, like yeah, the person I was with before you, like, they treated me so well. They treated me so bad. I'm like, yo, like, why? Like, can't you just enjoy me for me and giving you a different experience? That's going to be another episode. I, I feel like a lot of people keep, like, harboring feelings for the people that have already left them or mm-hmm. the people that are no longer here. And it's like, yo, like, what about me, though? You you keep trying to, like, replicate something that happened in your past, and I'm not them. You're not them. Like, X's are X's for a reason. That is the next. Oh yeah, I, I'm I'm going I'm going to get that fucking docket going because you know I used to be a hoe. So yeah, mm. X's are X's for a fucking reason. We we have to do that show, Shane. We have to do it again. That's gonna be a long one. Um, yes, indeed. This was a good show. I think we got a lot of feedback from the people, from the folks. Men do not care is not such a bad thing it's just a reality thing and I think men will be better off knowing what type of men they are and knowing like what's their absolute no and what's a possibility for the right one and um, just be honest man and um, stop telling these males out here to pull up their pants if they want to have their pants (laughs) and their ass cheeks out let them have their ass cheeks out because I need to know where his mind frame is and he's a boy and I need to see mm. that he's a boy so I will not approach. Um, okay. So you're not helping women when you tell young men to pull up their pants because clearly their mind frame is not where it needs to be. If you are looking to support Greg or myself, you can find us here every Wednesday and Saturday at 9.30 for Lemma Stereo Podcast. You can find my about stereo podcast on your podcast platform. You can support us individually. Greg has his podcast, Young Black and Bothered. Please check it out. I have She Gets It podcast. Um, please check it out. And if you would like Absolutely. some merch, you can go to Loudmouth Stereo Shop on Teespring. Just put it in your Google. It'll pop up and you can get hoodies, t-shirts, mugs. Um, mask, whatever you want to support the show and get the word out. If you want to share the show tonight, you can. Everybody that has commented will be on the actual podcast. I will not edit it out. It will be on there. So um, welcome to the show. And um, Greg, do you have any last words for this podcast today? This was a absolutely fantastic show. Um, we We normally don't do these Three hour shows like we used this is to. like the second you know one we've done in a long time, and I'm just like, and, in a very long time. But guess what? I feel like we're we're approaching our one year mark, and you know, again, like Shan said, October 23rd, yes. it's gonna be a wild night. Yes, I need yes. y'all to govern yourselves accordingly because when we started this a year ago, like we would go for four, sometimes five hours at a time, so. Right. Just anticipate that one day out of the year, I need you to make sure that you bring your beverages, bring your <laughs> drinks, leave, leave your man or your lady at home. And if they yeah. are at home with you, 
let them go to sleep first because yeah. you're going to have the time of your life. So again, ladies and gentlemen, October 23rd, 9.30. Now, we don't we don't have an end time. We just know for a fact we're going to start at 9.30. Yeah. And, you know, somebody might have an eddy. Somebody might have a drink. <laughs> and more importantly, y'all going to be there. Yeah. It's going to be a year in. I'm, I'm talking, we're going to have Gigi there. We're going to have BTG for president. We're going to have Drake for everything culture. We're going to have Paco <laughs> there. We're going to have Stone there. It's, it's going to be... Yeah. It's going to be a very eventful evening. And I really implore everybody to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. More importantly, I need you guys to go and, like Shan said, I'm going to reiterate, she gets a podcast. There are not too many Black women who do podcasts that are, one, good, two, consistent, and three, information that you need to know. So she gets a podcast. I really implore all of, like, anybody who's listening, please just please go and like follow, subscribe, and more importantly, listen to the show. Vital information for your everyday life. Young, black, and bothered, we usually, we shoot our shit twice a week, but you know, I've been slacking off. Maybe it's an episode, maybe two a week, but either way, you'll get your shit. But we also have Loud Mouth Stereo again every Wednesday and Saturday. Um, we may have to go and give them a little bit more content, more content for the next like week or two, leading up until October twenty third. So I feel like, yeah. Chan, I might just call you on a on a Friday night and be like, you know what, let's just just give them something extra. Okay, just, just give them something extra. Um, and this is just a little like pin in our show for Stereo. Um, I just want to let Stereo know as an app, you wouldn't be shit without us. Um, there are a lot of people who are on here that they, they do give content, but right now they're playing games literally because I gave them games. We're giving people content, and I want to let the world know, like, we've been doing this shit for 365 plus days. Um, with that being said, thank you guys for all listening. More importantly, thank you for coming back again on Saturday because Saturday is another show that Shan has for us. So if you like this one, you definitely going to like Saturday's show. And then you're going to like Wednesday's show as well. Saturday of next week, I, I I have to match Shan because she's been she's been coming with the heat recently. So that that's all I have to say. We got one more message from Mimi, and then we out of here. I appreciate it. Yo, that story was wild, Shan, about the um finding out about his um uh, hus- her husband having an affair and potentially yeah. um the mistress that died, the child could have been his. Mm-hmm. That. Yo, I want to talk about that. Saturday, we'll talk about it. Because I offered him two Ds. He can either get a divorce or he can have death. Whichever one is going to bring him closer to that bitch. Because there's no way I can stay in that relationship. But we'll talk about it Saturday. Mm. So, again, <laughs> Saturday night, we will be here. Thank you again, Shane, for being the the best co-host on planet Earth uh, and being the balance to me. Too. You know, well, I, I, I'm here. I'm I'm usually here. Um, usually drunk, sometimes sober. Uh, Saturday, I'm going to be drunk. I can tell you that for a fact. Um, tonight, yeah, but we will see you on Saturday. Either way, thank you guys for listening to Loud Mouth Stereo, and again, we will see you on Saturday. So, peace. Peace.